morning and welcome to the Monday Morning Marketing Podcast. I'm Esther. And I'm Melanie. And today we're joined by Becky Sanderson, branding designer and publishing specialist at Miss Design Media. And today we're talking about boosting your brand with books. Welcome, Becky. Hello there. How are you doing? You've just Not added a whole good. minute to our podcast just <laughs> with your intro. It's seconds. Don't exaggerate, Melanie. <laughs> Becky, it's so good to have you with us today. Books, writing your own book, publishing your own book. Why? Why on earth would anybody do that? It's Must... it's certainly. Sorry, Melanie. I was just going to say it. It sounds awfully time consuming. But is it easy? I I would be lying if I said it was. Um, <laughs> but certainly, um, I think there's so many opportunities within books, um, and. It's not easy by by any stretch of the imagination, but it can be um, easier than you might think. So, okay. So, who can write a book? Like, could Melanie and I just rock up and write a Monday morning marketing book? Absolutely. I think anything that uh, any business or any entrepreneur that has a brand, um, a course creator, or whatever your specialism. I think there's a, an opportunity for, for you to repurpose your knowledge, your expertise, your content, uh, and that there's a book format and audience suitable for you. Absolutely. Okay, so how does it work? I mean, do people come to you with an idea or can people actually do this themselves? Absolutely. So um, people can absolutely do this themselves. I think it's a bit of a, a, a massive undertaking to take on um, a, um, a self-publishing project and doing every aspect of it yourself. I think there's a lot of elements to it that you would need to outsource or um, get some expert support on, but it's absolutely achievable. Um, and um, I think that there's just lots of different factors to consider um in working with me people come to me either with um the idea that they want to create a book um that they they've or that they've already written it but don't know what their next steps are or at the other end of the scale i work with people who have already written their books so they have a manuscript that's ready to be formatted and designed into a book and then published um on self-publishing platforms like Amazon, um, Kindle Direct Publishing or Ingram Spark or some of the many other platforms that the, you can use to self-publish um, or to print and produce books yourself. Um, but I also work a lot with um, um, book coaches and ghostwriters and um, editors. So um, often some of the work will come by those kind of clients where their authors have already written and created their book um, and it's been edited and proofread and then it's ready to be um, designed into a book and published. Or, like I say, it might be somebody that's come to me with literally the, the startings of an idea um, and don't know where to begin. Um, so... I think it's 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 very different depending on the individual, their own background, and um, which angle they've come at me from. Um, but I think the key thing to remember is that um, for 
many business owners um, that they've already created a lot of their content. It's a case of repurposing it for a book. So what is the first step? I think the first step is to kind of gauge where you are in that stage of the writing process initially. Um, if you've already written, then um, there's a lot of different factors to think about in terms of the level of investment, you, you know, your own personal skill level. Um, do you have the funds available to be able to get proofreaders, copy editors, designers involved? Or is it something that you're going to have to produce yourself, which is totally doable. There's lots of free tools available for you to do that with. And, you know, the wonderful Canva makes it totally possible for you to create book cover designs or low content type books or uh, journals, notebooks, this kind of thing. So, again, there's so many different opportunities within the different book formats and the different tools that are available to, for people to do it completely independently. Um, however, I would, you know, highly recommend that you that anybody wanting to make serious money out of publishing would need to make that serious investment on the other side of it. So when is a book a book that's worthy of being self-published? How many pages or how many words do you need to make it an actual book, if you know what I mean? That is a massive question and there's so many different possible answers to it. But in my personal opinion, working with such a wide, diverse group of people and different audiences, different themes and topics... Personally, the beauty of self-publishing is that it can be available to anybody. And I don't think anybody's got the right to say, you shouldn't publish that because it's not good enough. It's, it's um, you know, it's, it's personal perspective, it's personal opinion. And who gives the right to say, you shouldn't sell that story? So I think that's the beauty of self-publishing, that it's available to anybody there's people that, that are going to like the content of a book. There's people that aren't going to like it. So what? At the end of the day, it's personal. It's a personal journey and everybody has a book in them, right? So why not have the opportunity to share it? So another question then. So let's say we've got a 150-page book. Yeah. You know, just a, a normal, not an A4 one, like an A5 one, if you like. And as part of this, um, you have the choice of either making it a, a hard or soft copy or a download. Yes. How, I mean, how many people actually read physical books these days? Um, or, you know, how many people are actually using those downloads? Because I've actually purchased both in the last two weeks, both cookbooks. One was one that was sent to me by an email and another one that was sent to me through Amazon. I think um, there are. There's always going to be a place for both formats. There always will be. Um, people are die-hard book lovers. They like to touch it. They like to feel it. They like to smell the ink, and get a bit geeky about it. You know, um, and it's a really tactile thing. It's a comforting thing. It's a holiday thing, a bedtime thing. Um, you know, a place to get lost in a real book. Um, ebooks are always and downloads are always going to be um, are there now in the digital age 
there's um, there's a place uh, for these in in the me world of media, in business, in in terms of people being able to access large amounts of content without having it to be a physical book. I mean, who who uses recipe books these days? You know, I, I used to have a shelf full of recipe books. Why I don't need them now, I can just download a recipe or look at a recipe that I want. So I think there's places and times for each format and um, the beauty of a digital format or a downloadable is that it can be cross-platform. Um, now with all the various different digital devices, there's so much opportunity for it to be cross-platform. Initially when ebooks came out, it was a difficulty for the designers and producers of them to make them cross-platform to provide a good user experience. Whereas I think the formats that are supported now by Kindle and the like and the different devices are making that more accessible, more user-friendly, more interactive, great content, videos embedded, pictures embedded, interactivity. There's so much possibility within each printed and downloadable or ebook formats. So there's endless, endless opportunities for each. And I don't think that either will be going away anytime soon. But going just back to leading your... Leading on. Sorry, Esther. No, sorry, Becky. Just leading on from that then, the mm -hmm. audible formats of the books, mm -hmm. would you recommend that the author themselves do the reading of the book or get a friend in, you know, we're talking small business books mm -hmm. and small business owners writing the books. So would you recommend that, you know, we'll go back to the example of the Monday morning marketing book, <laughs> which isn't going to happen. Uh, <laughs> famous last words. <laughs> yeah. But right, would you recommend that Melanie and I do the reading of that or that we actually get in a professional to do the reading of that? Nah, we're characters. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what I mean? In, in, that, in any example, like I think, who should um, read their own book? I think it's, again, it's a personal choice. I think in, in, in the example of the Monday morning marketing podcast book that it would absolutely need to be you because it is all about <laughs> your personalities, your, you know, your people recognise your voice and it would be a really valuable extension to what you're already offering. So in that example, I would say absolutely you. Um, and again, depending on the, the content of a book, the brand, the, the person, um, it it's, depends whether, again, they, they want their own, literally their own brand voice on their audible book um for others if it you know depending on the content of the book if it was more of a um a, a kind of novel um or an autobiography then you know in places it might be best told by somebody else um you know depending on how confident the person is at speaking reading uh you know use of language intonation all of these different factors are something that people are going to need to consider and there's lots of services out there to do it for you um but again i think it's it comes down to the, the personal choices the goals of the person who's publishing the book what are they aiming it to do is it going to require that level of quality in terms of having professionals to do it and again it, it comes back to that investment 
So I hope that answers that question. <laughs> yeah, um, I've already got myself into trouble with mentioning a conference or workshop. So, you know, Melanie's now looking at me going, we're not writing a book just yet. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're handling enough right now, thanks. Um, but, but getting back, you were... Yeah. Mentioning branding and branding has something that we have talked about a lot on mm -hmm. this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, how important is it to, you know, be yourself when you're writing your book? Could you just, you know, write, get somebody else like a ghostwriter to write your Absolutely. own book? Absolutely. Would it sound like you? Would you then need to edit it and make it sound like you? You know what? We're talking like small business owners with who are time poor, small business owners who are also money poor, you know, we're talking a lot of poverty going around here, but how do we get it that it sounds like us, but it's not maybe written by us or written by, you know, specifically on the brand? Would that work or does it have to be Absolutely. brand related? I think, um, it comes down to, again, each individual, individual's person and personality and their writing style, their ability to write well, or whether actually, again, investing in that um, service for somebody to be a ghostwriter for you. So one of the ladies that I work with very closely, I know that she does a series of interviews to and questionnaires and various you know, quite an in-depth process to extract all of the information, details and um, feelings and personality and, and, again, that brand voice of certain phrases and words that they might use to communicate, you know, those elements of the brand and the brand voice. So it is authentic. Um, I think there's always going to be a certain level of... Um, personality that comes in from the writing style of a ghostwriter anyway mm. um, but if if a certain person isn't so confident with their writing then this is a really good option for them and it can still um, include the um, the um, you know the brand voice and personality so as you know Becky because um, you've listened to the podcast as well we market not just to startups, but to establish businesses as well. Mm -hmm. So where in your marketing model, which we talk about equally as often as branding, in fairness, is self-publishing? Is it something you do early, mid, late? Um, you know, is, when, when is the best time to do this to make it timely and cost effective and work? Again, I think it would massively depend on the nature of the business. Um, so I work, for example, with a lot of coaches, consultants and creatives. So for a coach, for example, I would say kind of um, kind of early to kind of mid term in terms of their overall development, um, mainly because um, it's a great way to generate leads. A book is a great way to generate leads and develop that kind of brand voice and build the kind of um, no like trust factor but also it's a great way to generate passive income but more more importantly and the point of why I wanted to say this is that it's about repurposing the content that they're already creating so they're not reinventing the wheel they are re um, and repurposing that content helps to 
kind of build that brand identity, the brand loyalty. So for, for a coach, it would be really good to produce a book fairly early on to kind of, um, you know, two, two to three years into the business, um, I would say. For a creative, um, it might be, you know, again, at any point in, in, in their business cycle, they've got lots of opportunities to produce a book, to share skills, to produce a book, to share their their creativity um, in terms of design or writing or photography, for example. So, um, and these tools, these are tools that can not only generate leads, but generate that passive income. So from any point um, throughout their business journey, I would say for a creative, for a consultant, again, it, it's kind of an, an excellent lead generation tool, a business consultant or a business advisor or, you know, a kind of marketing specialist um, has the opportunity to create all sorts of different book formats, um, whether it be downloads, ebooks, um, or printed books, which kind of help to kind of put you on the map. So if you're a, a, a speaker for events and stuff, often um, event organisers won't hire a speaker if they don't have a book. Um, what better platform to promote a book than at an event? So it's a bit of a chicken and egg. So again, you might want to think about that quite early on. Um, so there's so many different reasons and different points in time why you might want to produce a book. It might be as a kind of staff handbook if you if it's a massive organisation, or it might be um, downloadable user guides on you know how to use a new piece of equipment that you've purchased for example it doesn't have to be a book isn't necessarily about you know um high profile uh you know glitzy glamour stuff it can be the more kind of everyday nuts and bolts things where people are getting information from what's important is how that information is presented in the form of a book in terms of its structure hierarchy of headings pages page numbers um, you know, indexes, glossaries, these kind of things that help to make it into a proper book. So layout is important. Uh, we've already talked about, uh, obviously, using your brand, which includes your colours, it includes your logo. Um, persona. What about people? Yes, your your persona and your, you know, your avatars, who you're talking to. What about for brands who or people, for example, um, my day job is with IPA group, but I'm just one part of that. So could I, as you know, owner or employee of that business, go off and write a book completely unrelated to that? Or how could that negatively affect my brand and my um, standing with with that brand? Um. I'm not so sure in terms of how it could negatively affect other than being any kind of conflict of interest in terms of employment or, you know, that kind of situation. In fact, I could only ever see it as an advantage in terms of um, being that you, you're, again, establishing yourself as an expert in your field in terms of your credentials. It's only going to do give you advantages and bonuses in terms of your profile um, and people's kind of respect for your level of knowledge in that particular field, I would say. 
Okay, so okay. so yeah, just just one um, final question, I suppose. Um, when it comes to creating a book, is there because this is self-publishing at the end of the day, so we're thinking like self-help. Is there some, sort of like a template that people can follow? Is a there checklist? Yeah, is there something that people can actively come away from today's podcast with what they need to put in to make this work, even if it is obviously to contact yourself directly as well? Thank you. Well, shameless plug is that <laughs> I've got um, my own Boost Your Brand um, with Books ebook. Um, which is available um, really affordably, just um, two ninety nine from Amazon, and um, within that, um, I take you through um, some of the different points that you would need to think about in starting your journey into self publishing. Um, I talk about um, you know working with um, editors uh, to work on your manuscript. I talk about the level of investment. I include a checklist. And um, there's um, a glossary in the back of the book as well for some of the more technical publishing terms that people come across and think, huh, what's bleed? What's trim page size? What's, you know, some really technical terms that can just baffle people. <laughs> um, I also talk about um, some of the um, different platforms and different book formats and um, file formats that need to be taken into account. So some really technical information in there, but a really gentle, um, kind introduction to the world of self-publishing, which will really give you some really good pointers to start with, if nothing else. Um, but certainly there are oodles and oodles of um, self-study guides, lots of kind of publishing groups popping up everywhere, teaching people how to self-publish books. So it's totally doable, completely independently, is what I would say. However, um, depending on the type of book, there potentially will need to be some sort of investment in either editors, designers, and experts in um, the world of, um, just in the world of Kindle Direct Publishing, which can be a bit of a nightmare. It's a bit of a minefield. But, you know, I think the potential opportunity to to build that passive income is just well worth it so really exciting for small business owners I, I believe brilliant thanks very much Becky and apart from going on to um, Amazon and finding your book called boosting your brand with books where else can people find you connect with you interact chat lovely thank you well um, there's a few different places. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, at Miss Digital Media. You can find me on LinkedIn also. I also have a Facebook group um, called Boost Your Brand with Books. Um, sorry, Boost Your Bra Boost Your Skills, Boost Your Brand. You can see why I get tired of the knots here. Um, <laughs> and uh, within that group, I offer various different tips and opportunities to um, get involved, network and collaborate. So, um, lots of support available from me via the group or people can indeed get in touch with me to book either a free consultation or power hour to, to discuss their different projects and, uh, and book ideas. Um, and 
Also, another shameless plug is that I'm um, about to launch my Boost Yourself journal, which you two lovely ladies have also contributed your tips to. And this will be another, um, Melanie is going bug-eyed thinking, have I? Yes, you did, Melanie. Um, and so, um, uh, but this, again, is another really useful tool um, for building um, and boosting your brand and boosting yourself and some really helpful tips in there. So another um, resource of help and support from me and many other ladies. And apparently me as well. Yes, you did. Honestly, you did. Honestly, you did. I remember. It must have been a while ago because I can't remember that at all. But this is the thing about books not being easy to produce because even I thought, yeah, it'll be easy. I'll get other people to contribute. And it's taken me so much longer because I'm working on everybody else's books and online marketing <sighs> that it's taken me longer to produce my own book. So it is not easy. And, um, you know, writing a book um, can take longer than you think. Putting the layout together can take longer than you think. And uh, But it's all going to be worth it. So I'm Of course it is. In there. It's uh, one of my little nuggets of information in there. Pure gold, Becky. Whatever <laughs> it is, absolute pure gold. It was um, regarding brand persona. I ha- I can't find it to hand particularly easily. And people oh, well, don't give it away. Don't give it away. People no, have to pay no. for it. Well, this is- <laughs> but um, yeah, one of the things that you asked about, which I kind of felt I didn't answer, so um, I'd like to just quickly get that in, um, if possible. Yeah, go for it. You asked about the length of the book, how many words. And I think one of the things I would say is, again, that it's anybody's um, personal choice as to how much they write or how little they write. Um, For the sake of um, saying producing something like a memoir or a self-help book or um, something like that, I would say anywhere between kind of 120 to 170 or 200,000 words would be a very good book and the, the tricks of, of the trade are that you can adjust the layout the margins the text size and spacing to make it feel like a bigger book than it might actually be so don't be too scared about things like that but ne- needless to say you can also create low content books like journals just using simple quotes like the one that i'm producing or notebooks or uh, workbooks so if you have a, if you're a course creator you could reformat your course content to create a workbook which you could sell um you know at, at, a, at a decent price to help to generate that passive income or to generate leads so i think don't be too scared about the word count is what i would say i think if you you if you've got to feel that you've got a complete set of content that does what it needs to do, then don't worry about the word count is what I would say. Brilliant. And thank you very much, Becky, for coming in today and talking to us. I think what a main takeaway that everyone can get from today is just do it. Yeah. Just sit (laughs) down and start writing or speaking. There's loads of software as well available where you just talk. And the computer writes it for you. Absolutely. So you don't even have to sit and get writer's block. <laughs> There's no excuse. Just do it. Absolutely. So, so you're going to write a book because you refuse to go live. 
<laughs> Sounds like a good compromise to me, actually. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's so been so therapeutic for me to work on my own book, both the ebook with the, you know, um, about self-publishing, but also with this journal. It's been um, a really lovely experience. So I've really enjoyed doing it. And I think that is the thing. It's very cathartic, a lot of fun. Um, you know, if you like that kind of geeky sort of thing, writing, technical stuff. Um, but, you know, for, for any business owner, there's so many opportunities. So please do investigate it if this has inspired you, even in the smallest way. Brilliant. And keep an eye out for our upcoming book. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's it for today, guys. Thanks for joining us once again. And we'll be back next week with more Monday Morning Marketing. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.